Here we go. Oh my goodness. Hello, beautiful. Good morning. Good morning. Are you tired of me yet? Not at all. Not at all. I'm excited. <laughs> Fall is in the air. Yes, it is. And yes. season of change. Yes. Yes. I do feel like that. Um, but I'm excited, you know, week six, our last boot camp, and it's just been absolutely fantastic. I think it's been the perfect timing of this boot camp as we're heading into fall and the holidays and then in January. And if you've never been through a January with Optavia, you're in a really uh, special treat, <laughs> to say the least. Yes. Um, all we're doing right now is just priming the pump. Prepping, yes. We're going to have all that knowledge. You're going to have applied it. You're going to have grown your business to a place where you're like, I can do this. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the intention of this boot camp was to help people grow five points, right? And it was, yes. it was, I think we just, up the ante a little bit as we were talking I, yeah. because we always cross with a spare. So we had so many people grow by five points. Carrie and I decided we made an executive decision that our we new goal, our stretch goal is six points. I like it. Down with I like that. it. I say a, six to 10 points. Six to 10. Okay. Put your, put your new points goal in the chat. Okay. And we're going to say like three to six months in three to six months. Okay. Let's go 10. Okay. Awesome. So Carrie and I were talking a little bit uh, last night about uh, reminiscing about when she and Michelle first found Optavia. And I learned some things about her story that I really, I really didn't know. Yeah. And fall actually reminds me of these, of my previous life, um, because a typical fall, you know, typical weekend in the fall is football. Right. And I love football. I grew up watching it since I was little bitty. And so fall always brings up these memories for me. And before program, you know, about five, six years ago, Michelle and I would spend every fall weekend watching football with our friends. We had this awesome, well, I thought it was an awesome friend group of seven or eight people. And you know, we'd get up on Saturday morning, um, we'd go over to our friend's house, and the day would start with a lot of unhealthy food, um, alcohol of some sort, uh, and a day full of just sitting on the couch and watching football and maybe some movies. So basically, completely unproductive weekend, right? And I always felt I was starting to feel like something was missing in my life. Um, and we started doing that just every once in a while, but then it became more and more frequent. And as you can imagine, doing that every weekend, Michelle and I became more and more unhealthy physically, but also mentally. You know, I just felt like I wasn't serving my purpose fully in life. There was something missing. And I also didn't realize at the time, but our social circle of friends was becoming more and more toxic, um, as you can imagine. And I had, you know, it, it happened sort of gradually, but I had sort of become desensitized to the toxicity. But I was noticing that I was starting to feel terrible, both physically and mentally. Um, so then came along Optavia. Thank you, Sarah Preston. Um, and I'd say that I found Optavia, but I really feel like Optavia found me in a way. And 
I was headed down this very unhealthy path and, and Optavia and Sarah Preston really got me back on track. I'll forever be grateful uh, for that. Um, and right away, of course, jumping on program, I realized how much better I was feeling pretty quickly mentally and physically. Um, but in all honesty, looking back, the best thing that Optavia did for me is you won't find it on the system, but the best thing that happened was my mentors developed a relationship with me and they pulled me into this wonderful community of people who are healthy, who are not toxic, people striving for better, not just physical health, but mental health, better finances, personal growth, and people who just strive to give this to others, to give this gift to others. And I'm surrounded by people who are wanting to live their best lives. And program, you know, Jen, program did get our bodies healthy, but the community is really what healed us. And I feel like it continues to heal me and nurture me to this day. So Michelle and I, of course, we wanted to pull all our friends in, right? We wanted them, you know, on board for, with this amazing program, amazing community. So we started doing everything we were told to build our business. And boot camps, early days of boot camps, Saturday mornings, we started getting up and doing boot camp instead of going and drinking with our friends. And these consistent boot camp activities, we didn't just listen, we actually put it into action. We were pretty messy, but this is what built our business. Yeah. I mean, you guys came in. It was, I mean, when when they say they were in action, <laughs> let me just tell you, the most coachable and humble and earnest and loving people, people that probably that we had ever worked with. And um, when Carrie said it's, you know, they didn't sit around and wait for things to be perfect. She's right. And we're going to talk about that today. Um, but I want to tell you guys that, you know, that surrounding yourselves here, I mean, you know, Rachel talked about it in the pre-party that just showing up makes a huge difference. You're getting, I mean, it's like trying to watch a football game recorded. You can get the gist of it. You can get the facts, but it's a completely different feeling. You don't get that emotion. You don't cheer. You don't, you know, feel all that unless you're on live. So I want to talk to you guys really quickly about the income disclosure statement, right? We read this IDS every day, not you know, as I don't, I just don't want to breeze through it. We, we read it because what's in here is true. And we talk about income, we talk about success, but mm -hmm. Optivia makes no guarantee of financial success. Success comes from successful sales efforts, which require hard work, diligence, skill, persistence, competence, and leadership. And Rachel was talking about that. That's all, it all leadership begins with self-leadership, right? We talked about mindset. We talked about abundance. We talked about getting out of scarcity. You know, you're not in competition with the coaches on your team, right? You want them to be successful. And by helping them win, guess what? It's a win-win. And your success depends on how well you exercise these qualities. So please see the Optivia Income Disclosure Statement for Statistics on actual earnings of coaches, or go to the Accelerate Bootcamp page, and you can see some paychecks from actual earnings of actual coaches 
who are leading this call and who are participating in this call, okay? So I wanna talk a little bit about the seasons of the business. We talked about September being this season of change, Carrie. And you know, I know you guys have dogs um, and dogs don't go back to school, but kids do. <laughs> and it's like the entire United States changes their, um, their behaviors when this happens. It doesn't matter if you actually have kids or not. Uh, everybody's behavior changes. And so in January, it's very natural, as you guys can imagine, that we have this huge influx of people looking to get healthy. But guess what? September is like, it's like Christmas in July. September is like January in the fall. Okay. And that's historically what we see. We see people getting back into structure and, you know, putting on their fall jeans and they're like, oh, what happened? Right. Or they did program last year. It was amazing. And this is the time of year they come back. So, um, why don't like, I'd love, I'd love for you to, uh, tell me a little bit about what you think about fall. Well, I, I think you're right. You, you feel this sense of everybody. We've sort of been on vacation all summer, right? Now fall is here. It's time to like get back in the groove of life. And whether that is school or, or whatnot, kids going back. Um, I feel it too, even though we don't have, we don't have kids, but I do feel that, that fall sense of, all right, time to get back on track and get back into real life. Summer's over. I love summer. I'm always sad in the fall, actually. Um, because it means winter is coming. Me um, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's that feeling. A lot of people love fall and the pumpkins. And I'm just like, oh man, I want summer again. But I digress. Uh, but I remember, you know, back, you know, when we first started almost five years ago, um, the boot camps and and especially the ones in the fall, it felt like this breath of fresh air for us. You know, I felt like I had a goal, I had a purpose finally. And I was being productive and helping others. And we just simply did whatever you, Kelly and Sarah told us to do. I remember you said, make a decision. And so we did, we made a decision, we changed our mindset. Um, and like I said, you know, you can listen to boot camp all you want, but you actually have to do the action steps and build some habits around your business, you know, for things to actually happen. Um, so Michelle and I, we were working full time and we did A to Z whenever we could, you know, we didn't have boot, we didn't have uh, power hours back then. Remember no power yep. hours. Yep. We didn't even have the system. It was incredibly messy, but we, as messy as it was, we did it anyway. We did our A to Z commenting. We were on every Tuesday night training. Um, and most importantly, we just put our passion out there. Um, we weren't robots. We lived our passion out loud on Facebook, at work. People were seeing our changes. Um, and we also started thinking about, we want our friends to join us, right? And I remember Michelle specifically saying, man, we got to get Brenna and Adam, you know, to coach with us. They'd be so uh -huh. good. And Calissa and Hillary, oh my gosh, they would love this so much. And so we started kind of making our list unofficially. We didn't realize we were making this list, but it was just happening naturally. Um, and we were having fun. We just wanted our friends to join us. So uh, none of us were that worked out pretty well. I think so. And Jen, I don't know. Did we seem perfect? Were we perfect? Uh, you were not perfect. No, no. Um, why don't you tell them about the time when uh, I, you said, okay, we're all in. And I was like, 
okay, well, the very first thing is just to make a decision that you're going, you're going to convention. Yeah. And I mean, we were pretty, we were probably pretty arrogant. Like, well, we have important jobs. We can't just take off and go to where was it? St. Louis, you know, and you were like, and you just kind of looked at us dead in the eye on zoom and said, look, put it on your calendar and just make it happen. Watch the waters part. And we may have been a little bit scared of you. And so we were like, well, we're just gonna (laughs) do it. Jen's telling us to do it. And so we're just going to do it. And we did, you know, we rearranged work schedules, which was challenging, but we did. I remember, yeah, I remember you were like, um, I'm the co-chief Jen. I don't know if I can do this. And I said, well, what's, what's the obstacle? (laughs) what's the obstacle? And you were like, um, five attending surgeons that I have to get uh, anesthesiologists and surgeons that I have to get approval from, from the department. And I was like, just go put it on the work calendar and tell them you're going to be off and then go ask them one by one. And I remember you kept me updated and you were like, okay, two said yes, right off the bat. And you're like, I've still got two. Okay. And then the next week, okay. Two more said yes. After I talked to them. And then I'm waiting for the one. I'm waiting for the one and I don't think they're going to say yes. And what happened? Well, I got it done. They all said yes. Uh, It wasn't easy, but, you know, I got it done and I didn't really know why it was important. I just knew that Jen and Kelly and Sarah thought it was important. And so it must be important, but I didn't really know why until I got there. And then I was like, oh, okay, I got, I I get it now. And um, that was sort of the beginning of, of, uh, Michelle and me just really going all in and writing totally. out some major goals on the airplane on the way home. And, you know, I would say that's so really- some, of it was, some of it was locking arms with us for sure, for sure. Um, loaning a little bit of faith. You didn't really know me, but you knew Sarah and Kelly. Right. right? And so it was, we loaned you a little bit of belief and faith. And, uh, and over time, we built that trust, right? I had to, I had to build trust with you guys. And what I knew was I knew for sure that you guys were amazing. And because I love Kelly and because I love Sarah and I knew they loved you by proxy, I loved you. And it, we became friends. I mean, and you don't have to be best friends with your mentors. Let's just be clear on that. Right. It's a bonus if it happens. And typically if you jump in their back pocket, you're going to create a pretty good relationship with people. So, um, so awesome. Well, I'm so glad you did. And I'm so glad you believed in me enough to uh, allow me to influence you to do the things. And I just want to tell you guys that, you know, during this boot camp, I mean, it, it's so amazing how this is flowing into the accelerator for all, because we are going to be profoundly rewarded for our productivity. We are being rewarded right now. Last, last month, we had this huge, insanely hairy, audacious goal, and we brought on hundreds and hundreds of coaches. So now it's our job to take excellent care of these coaches and bring them up with care and bring them into the system and help integrate them. And by integrating your coaches, what that means is you yourself have to do the same work because, you know, as all the pretty and all the ugly, it gets duplicated in your business. If you're not showing up, your coaches aren't showing up. If you're not placing your order at the beginning of the month, your coaches are not going to. If you're struggling with frontline, 
good chance your coaches might might also. Um, but but it's one of those things um, that when you correct the behaviors, like oh, I am going to show up. Oh, I am going to turn on my camera. Oh, I am going to do uh, these things that I've been kind of. I've been phoning it in or whatever, you know, that old saying, I don't really know what that means, but I've been kind of going through the motions, but not really doing the things. So remember that this boot camp, we're going to, we've invited the most amazing speakers from the boot camps, the, all the hosts to come back and give you guys pearls of wisdom or the pro tips from the weeks that they hosted. Are you guys ready for this? So I want you guys to grab your pens. Your hand is going to have a cramp at the end of this. And if it doesn't, you're doing something wrong. I want you to write down each one of these pro tips. Um, so the first person that I'm going to invite to join me is my co-host from week one, the beautiful, the talented, the wonderful Kelly Montgomery. Hey girl. Yay. Hi, you guys. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so fired up this morning. I was thinking about this week one boot camp that we did and I was almost in tears. I mean, especially because Doug Wood came on and I was like, what? So I wrote down. <laughs> a couple does that. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. I cannot, I can't even believe he did that. He's such a busy guy. So, um, but I got you guys go back and rewatch some of these boot camps because it, the second time around it hits you differently. And I was, I mean, you guys, I've been doing this five years and I still learn something every training. Okay. And it's just new, like a new analogy that just hits me differently. And we had so many great analogies in that week one boot camp. So remember our talkers, our talkers or speakers were, you know, Jen and Danielle uh, co-hosted, Doug Wood came on, I talked about Play-Doh and Carrie Hine talked. So let's, let's hit up those bullet points and Jen's going to help me out. So Jen and Danny talked a little bit about mindset in the beginning yeah. and uh, something that hit me really hard was Dan Danny Danielle said, be committed to this, get out of your comfort zone. And I, I have to tell people that sometimes because comfort is there every morning to wake up to and face you in the face. And it's real easy to just stay in bed. Rachel could have just stayed in bed this morning when her alarm went off, but she chose to get out of her comfort zone and out of that comfortable bed, <laughs> literally, and make that decision to On vacation. I know, no less. It's insane. So um, it is about making that decision. Um, it, she I, also, yeah, do sorry, fire. I just, I don't want to interrupt your train of thought, but you know, it's really great when, uh, you know, we talked about making the decision and Carrie and I talked about that a little bit, but we talked about that in week one and um, making that decision is, is a huge piece of this. When you decide I'm going to go senior coach, and you let that be known to your coach, to your, to your mentors. Do you know how excited we are when you say that? Do you know how committed we are to helping you do that? Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Like that's like, it's like music to our ears. Yeah. So making that decision and making it known is a huge first step. Yep. And Doug also kind of talked about like, uh, and we talked about like getting clear on why you're doing this. You know, it took me about two years to figure out why I was coaching. And I realized it was prosperity with a purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
because I don't do this because I want to make a lot of money. Do I want to make a lot of money? Of course I do, <laughs> but I do it because I want to make that money turn into something meaningful, yep. right? I yep. want to use that money to help people, to help my family, to help my son uh, who needs extra resources to create um, a retreat center so that people can come and bring their teams. Okay. Yeah. So decision mm-hmm. and your why. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, exactly. And moving on to what Doug was talking about, besides the naughty, naughty talk that he said, which is so true. But, um, how has Optavia increased the quality of your life? Doug presented us with that question and he asked us to put in the chat, what has changed because of Optavia in your life? And why aren't you telling people that? Put that in the chat right now. Yeah, you guys, what has Optavia increased? How has Optavia increased the quality of your life? We are making a massive difference. You can minimize this to whatever you want. You can reduce this to whatever you want, but that, that you're lying to yourself. If you do that, we literally are changing people's lives. Okay. You, you can't deny it, especially after you've been doing this multiple years and you know, you, you get clients crying to you. Thank you for saving my life or whatever. I mean, it's crazy. And uh, he talked about being consistent, how his wife was consistent, and that's how he got on board, okay? He talked about being a health influencer and how that all ties in. Your story matters. Your story of how Optivia changed your life, both physically, mentally, I mean, financially, we put a disclaimer, but your story matters. And why aren't we becoming the pro health coach on social media so that when people are looking to get healthy, they come to you because they want a pro. They yeah, want, you they want to do. look like you freaking are Dr. A when you're on, when you're on Facebook and Instagram and stuff. And guess what? It doesn't start that way. No. It does not start that way. No, you, you don't know what start. you're doing. Yeah. We didn't know what Allison Wade shared with us the other day, this hilarious, she taught us all how to go live. And then she showed a clip of her first live. She like was fumbling over her words and she was like, oh my gosh, did I just say that? I meant um, whatever. And then she cut herself with a knife while she was, <laughs> I remember my first three lives one, I was sitting in my front yard and my dog got loose. Yep, I was on that one and chased somebody. And I, was I, was like, I was like, ah, I was running down the street. Second one, I was camping and I was standing, you know, with my phone and I'm doing this. And I was like, oh my God, I'm standing in a red ant bed. And I like went running. Okay. Not even kidding. I don't remember what my third one was, but all three were equally disastrous, but that's how you have to start you guys. And if you know me, how I roll. I broke my foot at my own wedding. So stop trying to worry about what people think about you. And even if you're the clumsiest person in the world, just put your story out there. People need it. They need to hear the real you. So stop the overarching theme you're going to hear is stop trying to be perfect. Perfection. Totally. 100%. I was just advising a coach to put up more personal posts. And I said, don't, don't make this a big deal. It doesn't have to be life-changing. It doesn't have to be perfect, perfectly filtered, a perfect picture. Take a picture of your coffee mug or your tea and say, and give them your favorite options of tea. No big deal. You guys don't overthink it. Okay. You're not trying to be perfect. That's, you know, no, it will ruin your life. You know, you want imperfect action every time. Okay. So moving on to Danny, Danielle did an 
awesome job. Oh my gosh. Rewatching this meant everything to me. She showed that crazy picture of a cliff with water smashing up against it. And she was like, look, I think most people live like this. And then she put up that amazing picture of paradise. And she was like, here's where most of us health coaches live. We have brought down our insane cuckoo running on a treadmill squirrel, you know, crazy chaotic life, even though I'm really fired up right now, I, I am actually very calm on the inside. Um, you know, we are living in a different wavelength and we want to pull people onto that. Okay. And that's where she talked about building your building, building your ship and your ship is big enough to pull other people onto your ship. So who is on your ship list, right? (laughs) Ship that you want to sail through life on. That's right. I mean, it has to do, you want to sail through paradise with the rest of us because my, I mean, Andy and I were just talking about this yesterday. I was like, dude, we are like cruising and so much calmer than we were in the last few years, because we are, we are on a level of um, optimizing our life in all areas. And thank that is such a blessing. No longer surviving. No longer thriving every day over the stuff. 100%. Optimizing. Yeah. You move out of surviving to thriving. Yep. Um, okay. And then she just talked about, don't let the nose deter you keep going. Okay. Um, then do you want to comment on any of Danny's? Cause I was going to move on. No, go. You're good. So, uh, and then I did my craft project of showing you (laughs) Play-Doh because we all wanted to grow by five points. Right. And if you remember a point is 1200 in FQV or a senior coach, and I've stacked up the Play-Doh and showed you all the different combinations. Um, and then, you know, really what I, my point of that also was the cool, you know, not only to just understand how you can build to five points, but building a blended path ED is always a stronger foundation in your business than just on FQV alone. So you want to build a team, you want to bring on senior coaches. And so I hope this boot camp helped you gain a point. And now we're going for six. That's just 1200 more in FQV or another senior coach team. So that was my whole point with the Play-Doh stacking. (laughs) Uh, Okay. And then lastly, Carrie Hine. I love that girl. Oh my gosh. Okay. So she talked about the dark and stormy night and how the tree crashed into their garage and how insane that was and how that was a catalyst for change for them. And she talked about mindset shifting and how that helped them see what they wanted to create. And she went on and talked about what is it that you really want? What matters most to you? She went on to talk about how this can be a hobby, a part-time or a full-time gig. And I think all of us, I don't know anybody who, I mean, there's very few people who come in and they're like, I'm going to make this my full-time gig. You don't even know what. I didn't start that way. Mm -mm. No, I was like, I was like, don't tell anybody I'm coaching. (laughs) And when Jen suggested it to me, she's my coach. I was like, girl, are you crazy? Like I am working full-time trauma CRNA on call. I have a new baby. One baby. Oh yeah. One baby at the time. One baby at the time. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I make a good salary. I don't know if you knew, you know, anyway. And she was like, girl, I can't coach all these people because she can talk to me that way. She's like, you've got too many people asking. You're just going to coach them. And I was like, "Mm, okay. Like, I don't don't know. I don't know what I'm doing, but sure. And she was like, I'll teach you everything. Don't worry about it. So that was super relieving. Anyway, 
Yes. And so guess what? I started out like, I guess this is a nice little side gig. I mean, then that $700 paycheck rolled in and I was like, mm, maybe this is going to be a little bit more than I thought. Uh, and soon, you know, it just kept rolling and paying our mortgage and all those things, see the IDS. Um, and then Carrie hit us over the head with showing us some paychecks. If that, check your pulse, if that did not move you, because those are real salaries that people on this call are making. And it is absolutely life-changing. And if you don't care about money, donate it. It's fine. Give more away to charity. Give it Give away. Away to your church. Who cares? Give it away, you know? Um, and, and I mean, I don't even care about materialistic things. I haven't bought a new purse in years. I mean, I like a few dresses, but anyway, it doesn't matter. You guys, money is not evil. It's what you <laughs> do with it. That can be bad. So don't be afraid of growing this. Okay. It can absolutely change your life. So Anyway, those were just some points and takeaways and some reminders of what we covered on week one. It was an awesome start to boot camp. Um, and we hope you guys learned a lot from it. So yes, what a joy to co-host with you. Thank you so much. Now, um, you can see why I love that girl, right? So the next person that I want to bring on is I just wanted for you guys to, um, to hear from someone who, I loved very dearly, who has applied this boot camp action, mindset, skill set, action, and has grown during the boot camp to integrated national director Stephanie Fry. Hey girl. Hello. Love to hear a couple minutes of your story, lady. Tell me how it's all played out for you with this boot camp. Um, well, it's been incredible, mind blowing. I can't even believe I'm where I'm at right now. Um, I have to pinch myself and Andrea is always like, you're a big deal now. I'm like, I haven't even wrapped my head around it. Um, but for me, like when it comes to mindset, like I'm talking about my biggest obstacle here, like that is always fear. It is like the one thing that can hold me back in my business. And when I'm like in fear mode in my head, it's like, I'm not good enough. I can't do enough. Like I'm not, you know, spending enough time on this or putting enough intention into the, it's always like, I am not meeting my own standards and it creates like a ton of anxiety. Um, and so when I'm in that mindset, like I really start some storytelling, like I'm not good at motivating others. I'm not good at talking about things like this just isn't going to work for me or I'm not skinny enough to be a health coach. Like, oh, I tell myself all, I remember all those conversations with you at my house, actually yes. we had a yes. healthy happy hour yeah. and I looked at you in the eyeballs and I said, you're global, you're global. Stop telling yourself those things. And you just like started crying. Do you remember that day? I you had your baby here. Remember, yeah, I had my little baby there. And I remember also calling Jen when I couldn't get a hold of because usually when I get really anxious, I call Andrea. Well, Andrea was on a flight to Hawaii and I called Jen. I didn't know what a big deal Jen was. I didn't know how sick she was at the time either. And she hopped on a Zoom call with me with a sandwich and she just let me all over her about all my anxieties and what I love about this community is we're able to be real with each other she totally calmed me down 
She encouraged me to surrender that fear. She told me how wonderful I was doing. I don't believe in myself when other people believe in myself. Like I have to talk to someone to have that mindset shift. And we are so lucky that I can't imagine doing this alone. I just feel so lucky that we have the mentorship that we have so I can reach out and I, I can process things with people before I let that fear like for me, when I visualize how the fear affects my business, it's like, it's these little tumors that show up in the lines of my business. And it just like completely thwarts any progress when I'm living in that fear mode. And I just, I get really hard on myself. So when I find myself there, it's like, okay, talk to someone, talk to Jen, talk to Andrea, like surrender all that stuff. And then stopping so hard on myself, like move on. And the best thing that helps me move on is getting into action. And most of the time that's picking up the phone and talking to a client, picking up the phone and talking to a coach. Like when I'm authentically able to give love to other people, like that's what gets me out of my head. And that's what starts creating that business flow again for me. Um, I love it. Yeah. Is the antidote to fear. Totally. And success breeds confidence. You are amazing, lady. Thank amazing. You. And I just, I'll never forget the sight of you walking in uh, with your little adorable boho little hippie clothing <laughs> and your little granola baby. And I was just like, I love this girl. And I love uh, your, your own brand and how you've stepped into your own leadership and how you've grown personally in order to lead others. So thank you for sharing your story. I appreciate you. Thanks, Jen. So now we are going to pop right over to the Shorgs. Uh, also known as the Shorgies, uh, Tony, Melissa, and the co-host Shannon, and uh, from week two, and we'd like to just run through some amazing pro tips and bullet points that were covered and glean that gold from that week. I'm going to let you guys take it away. Awesome. Thanks, JMO. So, you know, you guys, the Shorgs and I covered branding, which is like the core foundation, right, of what we do to inspire people in client acquisition. Like without it, none of us would be here. And I was actually thinking this morning, like if Melissa hadn't have shared her journey out loud, it it like brings me to tears. I would still be 50 pounds overweight. I would still be in the hamster wheel of working. Brad would still be in his job where it's like destroying his body. And so these two people that I never would have known because Melissa was vulnerable enough to share her story, which inspired Katie, which inspired Tracy, which inspired me. And our life is totally different. And it's literally all because of social media. So if you're here, my guess is all of us are here because of that, right? Like put a one in the chat if you are here because you were sitting on social media and saw something. And so all of this should tell us, right? Like we have to use social media. And so you're all here because you wanna make an impact and you wanna help more people. You wanna help more people get healthy. And the simple answer of how to start doing that is branding and it's not hard. You literally just need to be a lighthouse for others. And are you intentionally sharing hope and health on your page? And if you're not, 
my question to you is what's holding you back because christy shared when we did our week two she shared like i'm a physician i'm a very private person i own my own practice i don't have time for this and i am so worried about what other people will think are you that like are you so worried about what other people are going to think of you because if you are we have to do a pulse check right there and we need to say what are the concepts that i have and so that's my biggest piece of advice is that if you're stuck in a space where you have concepts about what other people will think, have that conversation with your mentors, because I'm guessing 99% of us were in that space at some point. So you're not alone, but there are things you can do to push through that. Okay. There are so many people that need us. So I want you, my action step is I want you to take a really honest look at your branding. And so get a pen out after this call, I want you all to go to your profile page and I want you to answer this question. If I scroll the last five posts on my page, can people tell two things? Can they tell who I am as a person, maybe what I like, do I have kids? Um, can they tell that I am a resource in health and I'm helping other people get healthy? Okay, so that's the number one thing. I want you to go to your page and scroll the last five posts. Can you answer those two questions and say yes? Okay, and then I want to know, can you check these boxes? Is your profile photo a before and after with a caption or a sugar shot? Do you have a bio on your page telling people what are you about? So they can quickly go to your page and be like, oh, Shannon likes to do do-it-yourself projects. She's a premium mom. Do you have a bio? Okay, is your cover photo something that's important to you? Is it your family? Something that's meaningful to you? Okay. Are you posting health-related posts daily, whether that's transformations, recipes, health tips, how to cut a spaghetti squash, whatever it is? Are you doing this daily? Okay. Are you going live? Have you ever gone live? Because if you haven't, you need to. People need to see your voice, hear your personality. Are you doing that? And the most important thing in combination with all of this, if you're not doing this thing that I'm gonna talk about right now, none of it matters. Are you posting about you and your life, your personal life? Okay, I'm gonna take a quick second to talk about this because if you're not posting about your personal life and living your health out loud, your page probably looks like a health advertisement. It probably looks a little icky and it might look stale. Is someone going to your page and be like, okay, who is this person? They're just posting transformations. Okay. We don't want to look like a health advertisement because the secret is, guys, people aren't coming to you just to get healthy. They're coming to you because they want you. They see themselves in you. They know that because they can see themselves in you as a mama or as a dog mom or as someone who is so stressed out because their clothes don't fit and they see you, you know, talking and living those things out loud, they can relate to you. And because they can relate to you, they feel comfortable reaching out to you. Okay. So can you check those boxes? And if you can't, the simple answer is, is you know where to put your energy and branding and whether you're checking all those boxes or you aren't, and you really do want some honest feedback. And I want to challenge you, go take a look at your own page, give yourself some feedback, drop that feedback that you're giving yourself in your business thread and take it a step further. If you want some feedback, ask your mentors, what's missing? What is your honest feedback? Because your mentors will help you. And honestly, there's no failure. It's only feedback and we're here to help you get better, okay? Now, your branding may be amazing, but Melissa, what happens? Like, what, what's the next step that we need to pair that with? 
Yep. Yeah. The, there's a missing link that is often found after we are branding and we're checking the boxes and we kind of feel like I'm done for the day. Like, cool. I got my post in. I got my personal stuff. I went live. It was scary. I was like shaking the camera. It was great. Um, but what else, what happens behind the scenes that we do to actually become that lighthouse and reach distances you never thought you would actually reach. And it's the things that happen that you don't see just by scrolling your page. Some of it you might see, but honestly, the things that happen behind the scenes, I would call it, are the things that make your being a lighthouse and reaching those ships that are in the harbor that are lost or, you know, don't know where the shore is. It helps your light shine so bright that it reaches miles and miles and miles past where you ever thought you would impact. And so what are those things? Those are power hour things, right? So part of the homework along the bootcamp was to hop on a power hour, do a live or two power hour, but do the work behind the scenes so that your light starts to shine brighter and go deeper into the depths. The people that you are friends with on Facebook, it's not an accident. And it may not be that person that you're friends with that you're actually meant to help or meant to connect with, but it could be a photo that you comment on where their mother-in-law was tagged and you're not friends with her, but she reaches out because she sees your profile photo. There's a reason why you're connected to every single soul that is behind that profile photo, right? So going through an A to Z commenting in order so that you can keep yourself sane, because I'll never remember if I go through 4,828 friends um, in order or not, if I don't start from A and go to Z, right? Because that's where I'm at after five years of coaching. I have also done the work behind the scenes to add more friends, to grow my sphere, to in my gym down the street, you know, I'm friends with a lot of people there now that I didn't know five years ago when I started my church group, but now I'm friends with a lot of people that I didn't know when I didn't, when I started coaching, are you also growing and moving into new spheres of influence that you want to just be a light there too, right? Um, all the behind the scenes, the cleaning your timeline, right? I love how we talked about like, you don't post and ghost. We don't just see someone in the grocery store and they compliment us and we're like, Looking at the other way, right? We comment back. We're social, social, social media, right? Yeah. Like our social on social media. So this work is actually so systematic and it's so simple that I think just like Shannon said, it's such simple work and it's easy to do that. It's almost easy not to do. I have caught myself confession time on a power hour or two, and I'm kind of squirreling. Someone sends me a text. So I'm kind of squirreling. I'm responding the text. No lady. You're A to Z commenting right now. You're not sending a text, right? So are you busy on power hour or are you productive? Ooh. Huge question. Reality check. You could be really busy and you could be doing the things and you could be scrolling the newsfeed, but that's never what we do on power hour, right? And that's a lot of busy work, but it's not building your business. So get structured and get focused on the behind the scenes. Honestly, I know a lot of coaches that brand really well, show themselves, they do lives, but they're not doing any behind the scenes stuff. So what happens to their business? Because there is no staying the same, just newsflash for those of you who are new here. There is no stagnant space in coaching. You're either going forward or you're going backwards and maintaining branding without any behind the scenes um, work that you're doing to grow your light deeper does not, all it does is maintain the current clients you have, because those are usually the people putting themselves 
in your algorithms. They're following your recipes. They're liking your transformations. They're the people that you're already helping or you're already, they're already inspired to follow you. It's like preaching to the choir, right? That's it. That's a great definition, but you're not going through all those other 4,000 souls that you're connected to that also need to see that, right? So branding without the behind the scenes power hour is not growth. It's actually moving backwards in your yep. business. You have to prioritize both. Um, and you have to do it every day, right? And you have to do it every day. Consistency. So, yep. That's, I'm going to let this man right here talk about, um, which was a huge, huge end to our call. Happy Saturday, everybody. <clears throat> Last but not least. Now I want to touch base, uh, recap on what Megan Elliott said on week two with, uh, Amazing. consistency, being yep. consistent. Consistency equals credibility, y'all. So we're given the tools to be consistent. So yep. why why don't we use them? Yeah. That's how we grow with consistency. We can't just sit in a lull and expect things to happen. You got to do the work, put the work in, make it happen. Yeah. I love when Shannon said that at the end of the call. And when Megan talked about tracking her progress and actually day, what, like 89, Megan's business was just like blowing up on fire, right? Um, and I love how Shannon said, it's her consistency that made her credible, right? I, and, and I heard this on a recent power hour. Thank you, Lindsay Hepburn. But it's like, do you want to go see the hairdresser that does hair maybe once a month? Yeah, that was a great example. Posting, you're posting a branding post maybe once a month um, or your own journey maybe once a month guess what? Your consistency in sharing every single day, a different coaches side-by-side -side and doing the behind the scenes power hour work, whether it's 10 minute little increments or an hour of power hour, that consistency that Tony recapped, that is where you become credible to offer help to everybody and they'll reach out. So such a huge, it was, it was a great week of recapping, but this is really one of those core foundations of client acquisition that we look at. Um, that's the, really the core of any level of business that you ever want to have, whether you want a little pocket sized business, or you want to grow a massive empire, this client acquisition from branding and the behind the scenes consistency in those actions is, is what'll do it. So and not forgetting to live your own health out loud, right? Like four years later, oh, yeah. I could have stopped even showing, right? Like, oh, I did get healthy or I am staying healthy and contending. So don't let your consistency off. You're an old salty sea dog. Like, just keep yep. doing that out loud. You have to. You don't assume people have heard your story. Yep, exactly. I love that. Um, I have the honor, actually, to introduce our next um, coach who's going to share with us. And on the amazing Patricia Brandt, we love you to death. She is a powerhouse in her business. And I really am excited for you to share just kind of your takeaways from boot camp and partnering with some coaches that you um, worked with that. Um, were able to grow those five points um, to executive director while they were um, on the boot camp. So I'll, I'll let you take the floor. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, I was so excited about program after one week that I actually became a health coach after one week of being on program. I thought, you know, I was in my late fifties and I wanted every woman my age to feel good again and to feel 25 again. So I hopped right in. Um, I was already social on social media, as y'all said. Um, um, but once I started branding, um, client acquisition came pretty easy for me um, because I was already social on social media. But then once I got clients, I came, became very persistent about asking them to do sugar shots. 
very persistent. And we all know what happens when they do a sugar shot. Yay, it was so exciting to get coaches. Um, but I'll tell you, at that time, that was about all the sponsoring mindset that I had. That was it. That was kind of where it went. It wasn't until I started to be in boot camps and to attend my first convention that I said, oh, it's so much more than just getting them to do a sugar shot. It's time for me to be bold. I always felt that for them to be a health coach was best in their interest, but it was time for me to be bolder. I love the analogy of if I was to have my own dress shop here in town or to open the cutest little coffee shop, I would be proud. I would tell everybody. I would actually put it all over social media. I would want the world to know. So why wasn't I doing that with my own health coaching business? And I said, you know what? Not only would I want to tell everybody about it, I would want to have some awesome people working with me. How much more fun would that be to have some awesome people working with me? So I started to be bold with my business. One of my newest business partners I'd love to tell you about, her name is Kay Chandler. She got those five points this month. She became ED in just six weeks of becoming a health coach. You know what they say, that busy people get things done? Well, that's Kay. She is full-time pharmacist, but she also owns her own compounding pharmacy, which she makes compounds. And so one, she told me that her passion in her compounding pharmacy is to do hormonal therapy. And in by doing hormonal therapies, she loves it because she makes people feel better. She loves to make people feel better. Ding, 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 ding. Coach, coach, coach potential immediately. So I immediately started dripping coaching on her when she was my client. And of course, she finally said yes. But let me tell you what she did. When she said yes, Within 24 to 48 hours, she signed up for online convention. She changed her profile picture to a before and after. And when boot camp came in, came available, she said, I am all in and I'm so excited. And she's been here and been all in. In that first week, I asked her after boot camp, I said, What was your takeaways? And she said, You know what? I love this program and I love sharing it, but um, I think I need to change this from being a hobby to my new 401k plan. And she sat down and she rewrote her why. The next week when they said, got to go live, you know what she did? That day, she went live for the first time that day. She is hungry. She is humble. She is smart and she's just like Carrie said, she does the boot camp activity. She just didn't get on boot camp. She did the activity. So if there's any that you missed, I highly recommend follow up, do the activities. She would love to tell you that they actually paid off. Not only does she do all the activities, but she duplicates what her mentors do. And guess what? Now she's passing those skills onto her first coach. Thank you, everybody. I love that um, all those people that planned, prepared, and presented. And I know Kay and I both can't wait for the next boot camp.
Oh, thank you so much, Patricia. And yeah, I agree. Sometimes being really bold feels really vulnerable, but the rewards, you know, you definitely see the rewards of that. Your clients see it and you see it. Um, now that you have clients because you've been branding and doing all the things, how do we support them well? So we want Allison and Will Way. They blew us away in week three. I'm going to let them share a little bit about uh, client acquisition and support. Take it away, guys. Thanks, Carrie. Anybody else jumping around from all this excitement? Oh my gosh, you guys are bringing the heat. I have loved preparing these boot camps and the planning that goes into them. And one thing I really enjoy as I'm looking back is that all the planning and like intent we put behind it, and I always come away with something different. Yes. Once we yes. hear the speakers and actually get to hear their stories, like I'm like, oh. That was that was not what I was expecting. But so, it was what are the great. two like big takeaways from week three that you feel like you heard overall from yeah. Julie, so Kristen, Julie, and Sean? Julie, Sean, Kristen, they went through. I mean, the binders, the structure. Um, they did the health assessment, the client support. But two things was one, the relationship that is involved in right even from yep. that first contact with the client yeah all the way through the quality client support and, then and the wait other one, wait oh okay with the relationship mm -hmm. something that i oh goodness something that i love <laughs> about there you go perfect like show up the way you are don't worry about bringing the real messy hair whatever is eat breathe and sleep your the clients that you've partnered with the coaches that you've partnered with eat, breathe, and sleep their why. Get in there and feel it and grow in that relationship with them. And that's going to help you see how to move forward in the way that's going to mean the most to them and be the most impactful. Something I, I heard that I really like is we, Dr. Ray said, we strive for all of our clients to have the same experience as they go through programs. And how do we do that? And how we do that is going to be structure. That's the second word. That's the structure. So yeah. Julie talked a lot about structure and organization, but when you start to think about the difference, organization is like having things in order, but that's not really what, what gets things done. It's yeah, the structure. and you can get distracted Absolutely. by organizing. Talk about squirrels. I am a world-class procrastinator, and I will take all the time to procrastinate and get everything organized and just in right order instead of actually getting to work. And so plugging into the structure that we have available for us, even if that means taking one of your health assessments that's on a napkin and just stapling it to an actual health assessment for now. Put a one in the chat if I'm giving you hives. Um, with <laughs> and put a two in the chat if you're like, yes, I'm gonna embrace in perfect action messy action the structure gives us the ability to get into that relationship get into that action and yeah. really because in the end it's about the client and it's about their experience and being there for them to um get to their goals really and so i mean this is what all this kind of rolls around is it, it just goes back to the client and what they're and so are. closing i feel like a beautiful wrap up on week three mm -hmm. with julie and kristen and sean and all of the tips that they shared it makes me think of a quote um, actually from Dave Ramsey. And that is a budget is telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is our system. Our system and the structure that we have is telling your time where to go and how to spend it so you don't wonder where the time went.
And with that, we are so excited to introduce to you a coach that we've partnered with that the goal was to grow by five points this boot camp. And she not only knows how to grow by five points quickly, she did it in less than three to six months. She also passed on those skills to three other coaches who were also able to do that in less than three to six months. So who better to hear a story from than someone who did exactly what our hopes are and goals are for you guys these next three to six months. Megan Elmore, take it away. Thanks. So when Allison first asked me to share this morning, every ounce of me wanted to say no. Um, I was the girl that when I started a program a year ago, she would call me. She called me on my first day and she goes, okay, I'm going to call you for the next few days, you know, just for a few minutes. I'm like, that's okay. You can just text me. It's okay. Um, I, she was so patient with me. She kept calling me and I kept mostly answering, but not always, but she just kept going and she was there. Um, but I've suffered with severe anxiety as long as I can remember. And talking on the phone was not something I wanted to do ever. But she was just, she was so patient with me. And then it came time for the week one celebration call and she set it up. I'm like, okay, fine. And then she sent me a link and said, go ahead and download the app. So you're ready when it comes. And it was zoom. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. This is phone call with video. I don't do this either. And I panicked so much so that I almost said no, but I took a deep breath and I knew that program had changed my life so much already in this last week. And I knew that if I wanted to change my life, I had to change. So I did it scared. <laughs> I got on, I met more new people, which was the amazing Jen Morris. And you know what happened? I learned to love those calls. I look forward to my weekly calls. I look forward to those celebration calls. And I just, I kept borrowing that confidence. They were just always so excited and so confident that I was going to do amazing and finally, after months and months of patience, she talked me into coaching. And then it dawned on me that I would have to talk on the phone and do Zoom calls all the time. I'm like, no, 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 maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I shouldn't do this. <clears throat> and I almost changed my mind. Um, but then I remembered how far I'd come and just wanted to keep going. So what had changed? You see, the antithesis of anxiety is trust. And from the very beginning, that first day, um, Allison had built this trust with me. And she gave me the confidence to keep going, to come out of my comfort zone, which sometimes was a nudge and sometimes was a really big shove, but <clears throat> I trusted her. And so I just kept doing it. I did all the things she said. I did it scared. She assured me I wasn't alone and I never was. And I knew that she had the wisdom experience. She shared the system with me, which again came from wisdom and experience. And I followed it and I knew the whole time I was not alone. And then I started bringing on coaches and I still wasn't alone. She helped me grow my coaches and was there side by side, but also on the sidelines teaching me how to grow coaches. And then I realized that my own obstacles not only were helping me, but they were helping my coaches. And I was able to feel what they felt when they were like, no, I'm too scared. I can't do that. I was able then to be that borrowed confidence for them. And I was able to believe in them when they didn't think they could do it. But I saw something in them that they didn't see yet. 
And it just became this magical progression. And I got to watch some of my favorite people in this world build lives of their dreams. And let me tell you, watching other people succeed is the best part of coaching and watching them accomplish things they never thought they could accomplish. Uh, that confidence is just, it's, it's contagious. So lean into your mentors, borrow that confidence because they're confident because they've been there. They've gone through it. They've thought all the things you thought they've felt all the things you felt and they've gotten through it. And so keep doing it scared. There's not one person in this organization that does not want to see you succeed. They want to see you be successful. And so keep doing it scared. Even when you want to say no today, I wanted to say no, but I knew I needed to, to grow and be bold be bold as you live with a growth mindset, always striving to be better because it doesn't matter. I guarantee you there are IPDs out there that are still growing every single day because you are capable of so much more than you could have ever imagined because I never knew I was capable of what Allison believed in me from the start. You're so amazing. Thank you so much for sharing and your growth has not gone unnoticed. Uh, Megan, I remember meeting you that night when we were in Dallas uh, with your sweet husband, and you've just grown tremendously. So appreciate you. Okay, guys, uh, want to let you know we're going to run over just a few minutes because we have a lot to cover, but it won't be too long. So stay on because we are going to end with a bang. Okay. So the next folks I want to come on uh, are Cassie and. Um, and Tracy Pella, and you guys just brought the heat on week four. So take it away. Awesome. Thanks, Jen. I'm a little sad. Cassie doesn't have her running track suit on. Also said, Jen told you we were going to go over because I was going to say we were halfway point in boot camp. If you remember, we were week four and we're halfway through today. Just kidding. Okay. We're not going to keep you another hour. So, okay. We were coach acquisition. And just a reminder, there are four pillars to build this business. This is about the time, maybe today, maybe in boot camp, you became a little bit overwhelmed and like, how am I ever going to do all of this? How am I ever going to check all those boxes? But our reminder to you, four simple things done over and over consistently. Coach, or excuse me, client acquisition, client support, coach acquisition, coach support. So Cassie and I got the honor of talking about coach acquisition and really keeping it simple and fun. And our first speaker did just that. If you remember Sarah Preston in her beautiful, calm ways, telling us how to offer coaching in the, the art of inviting our clients and maybe people on our ship list to join us in doing this, to share this gift of health and hope. Um, my biggest takeaway still, I think about this often of what Sarah said was you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. And I just keep thinking that as those nerves come up, am I going to say the right thing? And how am I going to do this? And, oh, I should offer it. But just being a little scared, knowing I can't say the wrong thing to the right person. Um, how about you, Cassie? What are some other takeaways from that week? Yeah, that was so cool. Um, for me, I remember Lindsay, she brought the heat to us. Remember the heat and excitement from that football field. She talked to us about overcoming uh, objections. And one of them that really stood out to me was feel felt found. You know, there's so much power in listening to the client's reasons for not wanting to coach and then meeting them where they are and giving them that solution. Um, 
And one big thing she said during that, that, uh, that time she spoke was, the work is flexible, but it is absolutely not optional. So she brought that heat and I love it. I love it. Yeah, I feel like our week was kind of, you can remember it by the wave of emotions. We had Sarah, the swan, so calmly, Lindsay bringing the heat at the football game, the cheerleader mom. Um, and then we had Lucas and Andrea having us all be emotional, talking about abundance versus scarcity and thinking about over and over who are the Andrea and Lucas's in my life that need this. There are so many people. And we talked about that gift that we have. And I talked about if you can remember, Cassie, I talked about having that gift that's, you know, beautifully wrapped a gift to give to other people. And I actually want to change that a little bit because yesterday I received some packages. And if you know what, I live in the middle of nowhere. The UPS truck is dirty. The packages are full of dust. If you set them on our table, there's going to be dust on our table. But you know what? When I opened up that package, the outside wasn't pretty. It was dusty. It was ruffled. But my beautiful new pristine white Nikes were in there as beautiful as always. So you know what? You can't say the wrong thing to the right person. And you can just offer this gift if it's dusty from the UPS truck or if it's beautiful with a bow on top of it too. Um, so I want to know, Cassie, who in your world shared this gift over the boot camp? Oh my goodness. Well, I have an amazing guest speaker. Um, he is in his third month of coaching and he brought on four coaches last month. That is how bold he is. And you know, there was probably a lot of messiness that goes on with bringing so many coaches on during that time. But you know what they say, imperfect action trumps inaction every single time. So Tate, as you brought on all of those coaches last month, during that messiness of growing so quickly, how did this boot camp impact you in your business during that time? Wow. When I first started, I just I winged it. I'm not going to lie. I'm skipping health assessments, not doing anything right. I didn't even read the system. I just kind of did it my own way. But then, you know, I realized I had to get control of that. I'm a high school coach. So, you know, if you don't have a practice plan, you don't have a way to deliver the information, you know, it's going to go awry. It's going to go crazy. So I started watching the boot camps, following the system and you know, it, it worked a lot better for me than just winging it. So uh, it, it's really helped out listening to all you guys and following the system the way it's supposed to be done. All right, thanks, Tay. I love hearing from the guys. Oh man, yes. Everyone was like, share your secrets. I think that what he did was he came in with confidence and messy action. And I think that's kind of a big theme right now. Confidence yeah. and messy action. Yeah, he was ignorance on fire, I think it sounds like. <laughs> All right. But, but for our next speakers. Yeah. So week five was the hards. Uh, and they really gave us a lot of resources. And I, I loved how they just put it right there on the screen um, and showed us all the resources we had to do a good job. Uh, so uh, Misty, Matt, I'm gonna let you guys take it away. Oh, uh, and we are excited to be back. You know, last week I talked a little bit about how when it comes to these home improvement projects, I just have no vision. I can't even look at the pictures on Pinterest and imagine what it is. But luckily, uh, I have this wonderful wife and, you know, figuring out how to trust her vision because she has a lot more experience with home improvement projects than I do, even though we live in the same house. And uh 
you, you know, it is worked out well uh, for our house. And certainly for me, I'm the winner in this equation. <laughs> yeah. And our, our week was really just about following the system, trusting your mentors and leaning in to the people who have come before you. And so, you know, we talked a little bit about um, using the new coach document. Um, don't just drop that and then ghost your people. And always, always, always ask for help um, if you aren't sure what to do. And so really that was, that was kind of the takeaway. And the beautiful thing about what we do is everything that your coaches and your mentors did with you when you were a new coach, that's what you're gonna do with your new coaches. So now that we have all these new people, um, our job really is to just repeat what was what was done before. And so there were a couple of big takeaways. Well, absolutely. And, and so those salty sea dogs, they're always going to be able to help you when yes. you get these new coaches <laughs> and you bring them on and you want to keep that excitement going. Really focus with those new coaches on getting those training health assessments done because the new coaches that you have, they have influence with people that no one else is going to reach, the people that are going to be at their Thanksgiving dinner. And those people, when you get those six training health assessments, it is going to be such a big impact on starting to grow their business, adding some fun, and maybe even hitting some of those accelerator for all bonuses. Yeah. And that's the awesome part. Um, I love the messy in the messy action. Cause that's exactly how we live our life. <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of what, what's happening right now. And, you know, we, we had, we talked about the meet and greet. We talked about how to launch. Um, all of those things are in the system. They're in that new coach document. And really that is how you start a coach. Just like Tate said, get in there, um, follow the system. Everything is mapped out for you. So I think my biggest takeaway um, as a, a new coach myself was that I had no idea what I was doing, but my goal was really just to help people. Um, and that is exactly what we do. So your job as a new coach is to help people. If you're an ED that is starting new coaches, just remember that is the focus, helping people get started. Um, you know, you can't always see the big picture. Our job as mentors is kind of just to show people what's possible and to give them those little bits and pieces um, as we as we go. So that's it. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yes, you guys are amazing. Oh my gosh, there's so much to learn. I've got some notes here, but okay. So you guys, we have over 330 people were on this morning. And now that we've got our heads right straight, our hearts full, um, lots of notes. Now what, Carrie? Boot camp is coming to a close. Now what do we do? Well, I want to leave you guys, Jen and I both want to leave you guys with four habits of health to accelerate your business. Now, I didn't say action steps. I said habits because these are things just like, you know, healthy habits for life. These are habits for your business. So number one, commit to three power hours or more per week plus Tuesday night training. So that alone is a really important habit to do every week from here on out. Yeah, we talked about what was the minimum for people who really wanted to grow an amazing business. And it can still be like a hobby style, part-time or a full-time business. But the foundation is doing the work at least three times a week and showing up for those trainings. The next thing is embrace celebration Sundays. 
And what that means is on Sundays, at some point, we don't do a lot of work on Sundays, but on Sunday, at least in the evening, start three celebration messages with your client and your FIBIC. Yeah. And that's going to, you know, really set your business up for success. And also number three, invite seven people. That seems like a stretch, but that's a good goal to have seven people per week to explore coaching. They don't all have to say yes. And they're not all going to say yes, but go for the no. Go for the no. That means the habit being in the habit of going for seven invitations to explore coaching per week. Okay. The last part. And oh my gosh, uh, you know, uh, these guys hit it really well today when we were talking about this, but every day share one personal post about you or your life, something. It doesn't have to be too personal, but like, what's your favorite coffee cup? What are you doing? How are you feeling when you're sitting in the sunshine and not just like, oh, here's my coffee cup. What, how does that coffee cup make you feel? What does it make you think about? So don't just, you know, when you're doing, you know, still life art, you don't just say, oh, that's a peach. You say that peach looks soft. It looks juicy. It looks fuzzy. It looks lonely. That's what you want to share, right? So describe your still life, if you will. And then the last part of this number four is post about your health journey every day. Okay. Every day. That is how you become a health influencer. That is how you tie all of these things together. So from the bottom of our hearts, Carrie and I want to thank you all for an amazing six weeks. And guess what? It's not done. We are going to continue on Tuesday nights. We're going to really be focusing on new coach training on Tuesday nights for the next several weeks, because we have hundreds of new coaches. So, and we're not stopping. So keep inviting people to coach and invite those new coaches to come on Tuesday nights and to power hours. Any last words, Carrie? You know, just live your passion out loud. Um, Purpose is what fuels that fire. So just live it out loud. That's it. And I'll leave you with one quote. Michelangelo says, The danger for most of us is not aiming too high and missing, but it is aiming too low and hitting our marks. So let's aim high. Love you guys.